guys what is up welcome back to another episode of shut up and refill my popcorn it's your boy nicho with a special tiktok live edition of this episode um as i'm recording i got tiktok live on my phone they're watching me record this gonna get into 2003's charlie's angels full throttle so if you remember the flick you remember the three girls cameron diaz Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu. Y'all remember Demi Moore was in this film. She came out as a previous angel. And uh, I'm wondering if the noise in the back is going to affect the recording. In a new studio, or in a studio, in a new spot with a studio slash extra bedroom. And uh, using it as my recording studio. Very echoey. May have to invest in some Home. I don't know. Like I said, I'm on TikTok live recording this. Um, as of right now, I got two viewers, so I appreciate y'all jumping on. Y'all are probably going to dip in and dip out. It's all good. Um, so, 2003's Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Right off the bat, very cartoony, very silly. The first scene we have, uh, the returning Angels... On a rescue mission, uh, rescuing uh, Robert Patrick's uh, character. And if you're not familiar with this episode, of course, I'm talking to my TikTok audience and my loyal listeners. Um, I shoot from the hip. A lot of times I, I am in front of a computer. I will bring up Wikipedia. And just for namesake of some of the characters I will bring up. The Wikipedia for this film. Sorry for the. All right, so click the wrong one. Like I said, very cartoony. We see the girls returning uh, for this rescue mission. They're in, I believe, some part of Asia, and uh, the character, the person they're rescuing is U.S. Marshal Ray Carter. Like I said, he's played by Robert Patrick, aka. The T-1000 from Terminator. <laughs> Damn, TikTok beat one, two, digital. So it's all good. Anyways, um, so they rescue Robert Patrick. And it's so it's goofy because, okay, so they have this sex appeal. You know, in the first movie, I remember seeing that uh, the whole uh, Drew Barrymore's character, Dylan, had that little shot with the cleavage. You know, she's over there. About to pop a titty out. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, like, oh, trying to get the, uh, uh, what, I wouldn't, what, sex appeal is what I'm trying to get to. Now, this film is, is directed by Mick G. 
Uh, I'm familiar with the name. Some of the movies off the top of my head. I think he directed Terminator Salvation. I need to make sure of that before I start. Yep. That's probably where I remember him from. And then he recorded or he directed the first Charlie's Angels. So he returns for this one. Other couple of the movies on his resume. Uh, this means war, three days to kill the babysitter. We are Marshall. So he's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good resume there. Uh, but this film, the first one was cool and it was as this one's just goofy as hell. And I'll, I'll tell you what, what really, I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief. Um, you really have to... Okay, so the scene is they rescued him and they're trying to escape these, these uh, I guess, mercenaries or whatever the uh, gang that they're they're inf- infiltrating. And they manage to get into a helicopter, jump off a bridge. Holy hell. This scene is just... It's cartoony because you can only see this in the car. There's no possible way these chicks can jump on the wing of a helicopter off of a dam. I would say I was saying a bridge, but I think it's like a dam or something. And then just zoom out. I mean, I knew I was setting myself up. Like the, the gimmick here is I talk about bad movies and good franchises. So if you got... You know, Batman and Robin in the first four Batman movies was probably the worst, maybe among all Batman movies, worst bat, uh, film. Yeah, uh, I covered that in episode three of my podcast. Go back, listen, do do me a solid. And then, um, like I said, um, the gimmick here is, is, you know, I'll talk about, oh, the worst Terminator. Salvation was not the worst Terminator movie. I know we I brought it up earlier. It's not the worst one. That title goes to Genesis, which is another movie I reviewed. This is episode 76, y'all. I got 75 in the bank, you know, locked away, ready to listen to, ready for y'all to shit on, whatever. I mean, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a madhouse over here. Everything's echoing. People, kids in the background shoot from the hip. I'm not Joe Rogan. I ain't professional. Uh, I just put a lot of money in my in my production stuff here, but uh, hey, if I need the if I need that cash back, I'll just take it to the pawn shop. You know what I mean? So, uh, so back to the movie. So, uh, they're investigating something about these rings. Now, I'm gonna go off the Wikipedia real quick because if I shoot from the hip, I'm just gonna go around in circles and say how goofy this shit was. How the girls are, uh, one of the girls is moving in with her boyfriend, played by Luke uh, Wilson. I believe he was in the first film, also. I haven't seen the first one in forever. I guess the only person not to return from the first movie was uh, Bosley, played by, oh, Bill, Mur- Bill fucking Murray. So. I want to say during the summers or last year, some stuff had come to light about how he was treating Lucy Liu or so. Or she was she didn't like how he was on a set. Uh, so I guess that came to light back then too. Or maybe I don't know what the reason why he didn't return. Uh, but like I said, we got Matt LeBlanc playing Jason Gibbons, who is Alex's boyfriend. Luke Wilson plays Natalie's boyfriend. 
And then we see John Cleese join, come in as Alex's father. Now, the funny thing about his character is he doesn't know Alex is a is a uh, secret agent or a spy, whatever Charlie's Angels is. <clears throat> um, she He believes she's a neurologist and that she works in the hospital. And then uh, Dylan and, and Natalie are like her co-workers. Uh, LeBlanc, or Jason, played by Matt LeBlanc, he, I guess they're they're not on the splits, but they're not they're not they're taking some time apart or whatever. But he still has a key to replace, and he ends up over there chilling and cleaning or something. And he runs into the father, and then he doesn't out her, but makes it seem like she's a prostitute. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Bruce Willis makes a cameo as a Justice Department official murdered by Emmers. And I want to say Emmers is Demi Moore's character, but it says here, Randy Emmers, a surfer assassin hired by Madison. Yeah, okay, Madison's played by Demi uh, Moore. Oh, what is it? I just lost my spot. Uh, Rodrigo Santoro. Anyways, uh, I guess Emmers, he was the... Uh, He's he gets killed by the thin man. That's what I wanted to get to. The thin man makes a return, played by Crispin Glover. We get more backstory of who this character is and why he's so fucking weird. He has this fetish or fascinate fetish. Let's say fetish with hair. And now we learn why he was an orphan. He was uh, raised in an orphanage. He still makes uh, trips, or he still returns there for his. I guess yearly haircut or something, but he he goes, holy shit, he goes completely like busting nuts every time he uh, sniffs the hair or whatever. It's like it's like I said, this movie it doesn't capture the same kind of like okay, that's pretty badass, whatever of the first film. Um, to be honest, I had never seen this film. I've never seen this movie. I. Saw it, I think it was on HBO Max, and I decided to to watch it just randomly, and I remember thinking, I think this is probably, I was going to, it's one of the episodes I had made put on my list, but for some reason, I couldn't find that. It was an old list or whatever, so uh, I just went ahead and watched it because I'd never seen it, and then to think this movie uh, brought us a young Shia LaBeouf. A.K.A. Max Petroni, another orphan teenager who was actually protected by the Thin Man by the mob, uh, by the mob uh, after his testimony. Now, like I said, shoot from the hip. I didn't really stay in order of the movie. The plotline of the movie is actually pretty good. It's actually pretty, pretty, um, pretty steady. Um, Dylan, we find out, isn't really Dylan, her name, uh, she was dating, uh, Seamus O'Grady and, uh, basically testified against him, uh, witnessed a mob hit that he was the shooter. He goes to jail for like seven, eight years <clears throat> and her rid, her old, or I guess her OG name is Helen Zaz. The Charlie's Angels figure that out. Then they have this thing where she doesn't want to put them in danger. So she kind of, you know, dips away from everybody because she's like, I'm not going to get these people hurt because 
Sheamus comes back around and he is out for blood. He is basically wanting to take his uh, vengeance against her. Now, the rings I had mentioned earlier, uh, what are they called? I don't remember what the fuck they were called. God's rings or, oh man. Anyway, he's got uh, Patrick, Robert Patrick's character had one. Bruce Willis had the other one. Now, when they're put together, there's some sort of secret thing. I don't fucking, I don't can't fucking remember because uh, Madison manages to get them both uh, from Robert Patrick's character. Now, well, what the fuck? What he? Uh, what did I say his name was Ray Carter. Now he's actually in cahoots with Madison. We don't know until further down the line in the movie. When he meets up with her to give um, the rings to Madison and is ultimately assassinated. Now, I guess she's the only one to use a gun or she's come. She's basically using uh, guns or whatever. They, uh, when she was an angel, I don't know, it was fucking weird. Um, a lot of explosions, a lot of bright colors, uh, a lot of... Uh, there's some sort of okay. There's a little explanation as to why Bernie Mac is Bosley. I guess Charlie has some kind of inner city uh, network or whatever of a, of a woman who brings in orphan children or, or people foster kids or whatever under the Bosley name, and she kind of raises them and stuff like that. Because at the end of the movie, Shia LaBeouf's character becomes be, uh, becomes a Bosley. Now, what was pretty cool, or was kind of funny, was Matt LeBlanc's character had a movie, because um, he's an actor, action movie star. He had a movie premiering that uh, in the mo- within the movie. I guess that's meta or whatever, like the metaverse. So, his movie was something weird. Uh, Max action or some some crap like that, but the uh, movie poster the movie looked like uh, Mission Impossible two. If you remember, Mission Impossible two had like like a red background and like the M I dot dot two whatever. Um, so he has uh, at the end of the movie he has that movie premiere. Uh, it covered the Thin Man's history. Uh, I really. Th- thought he was going to survive at the end because he's actually like I said he was protecting uh, Shia LaBeouf's character against the assassin he manages to kill that guy and then he helps uh, protect the girls I think it was Dylan and they have a a little moment where he's I guess making out with her but then like behind closed doors pops out her hair and in front and that's the fucking funniest thing was when he he like screams and like ah! He gets his rocks off on the hair. So, oh man, where am I? There was a switcheroo because uh, Madison was trying to get was win cahoots with uh, was going to sell those rings or is going to do something, some kind of like device or some something she could sell. Lost my place because I'm all fucking around with these damn buttons. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. 
TikTok can't hear these uh, sound effects I'm doing. I'm about to bust out the evil, evil man over here talking about evil stuff, you know, like stranger things in the background. Oh, shit. Did I, did I just make that happen out of the blue? TikTok's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Uh, fucking with my roadcaster, y'all. Hey. So, long story short, this movie, if you wanted to see what happens to these characters, um, oh, side note, Cameron Diaz does another little booty, I remember in the first movie she did a little booty dance in their chonis or whatever, she does another one in this one, so that was nice, um, there was a weird CSI kind of, uh, now, the first movie came out, CSI was just in the, I guess, uh, the first season came out in that fall, 2000. By this time, CSI is a hit. So they have this little CSI parody scene, which is kind of weird, but I guess, you know, whatever. Um, I know I'm missing something. Talked about the Alex being a prostitute. Oh, yeah, there's no correction to that. Her dad still thinks she's a freaking prostitute. At the end of the movie, and he's just like cool with it. He's like, okay, whatever. He, uh, she kisses him, and he's kind of like, oh. Um, Demi Moore. Okay, that was the way. The ending was goofy as fuck. Okay, so Demi Moore, they have this car chase. Obviously, like I said in the beginning of this movie, there's no possible way these girls jumped off of a bridge or a dam, whatever, able to land on top of a helicopter and then just magically hold on for dear life until they can land somewhere safe it's fucking goofy at the end they have this car chasing where i think two two of the three girls are in like hanging on the back of this roadster or something it does some kind of like ramp deal and it turns back and it crashes and they magically survive or whatever then on top of that uh the the ending fight or whatever between uh, Natalie and Madison, uh, Cameron Diaz's character and Demi uh, Moore's character. And it's almost like they wanted to make it between like these two, like, oh, it, I, I can't even describe it. It was like, like they had history, but there was really no history. The only thing they had was she knew of this uh, OX angel and that was it. It's not like, Oh, hey, it's my ex-partner or nothing like that. And then there was like some liminal like uh, separation anxiety with Dylan thinking Natalie's going to move off and get married and, and leave the agency. And yet uh, she was lying to the whole she was lying to them the whole time. So that's that's fucking that's goofy. So the ending was kind of weird because Madison was like, you know, in a way it was like. Palpatine trying to get Luke to join the dark side. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it and, and compare it. Um, and then magically, the other two angels who were on top of the car when they had the accident survive and come to the rescue only to push her, push Madison down into some hole that's, that was uh, had an explosion going on and they comically say, see you in hell or some shit like that. It's fucking weird. But... All these movies have a happy ending. The angels attend the premiere. Uh, they learn that Max is going to be a Bosley. 
Peter surprises Natalie with not popping the question, but uh, telling her he wants to get a puppy or he has a he got her a puppy. Um, and that's it. The end. Cut to uh, well, this was 2003, so there's no post credit scene. There's like uh, what they call it a blooper reel. So yeah, fucking fucking bonkers, fucking everything here and there. And there. Um, TikTok is like I've seen the majority, but what two viewers, three viewers, go back to zero. It's all good. This is my first official live. I did one few few weeks ago. I, I couldn't even work the camera. Uh, we were I was drunk, but <laughs> we were watching uh, AEW, and so I was just doing that. Um, I've seen people watch movies on TikTok live, like they position it to just watch a movie. I don't know how you can get away with that. If that's even, you know, I don't know if they get flagged or whatnot, but I might just do that on here and put on a shitty movie that I'm interested in watching to cover. And, uh, you know, I have about, as of today, 5,000 followers. Now, you might ask yourself, how the fuck did you get 5,000 followers? Are you that... Are you that cool on TikTok? No, I'm not. If you go and see some of my other... I mean, yeah, it's funny. I'm being silly. And and nothing I do is... is. I mean, I try... I mean, it's not mean. You know? I'm playful. I'm a goof. I like, I'm, a, I'm a class clown, if you will. Um, But no, it was one video. One video I... Uh, I posted, I had a, uh, I had seen on Facebook of a bull ride in, I think it was Mexico and it was shot in slow motion. Now I, I've had this video for a while and then I found it and I was like, man, this is pretty badass. Let me put some music to this thing, you know? And so, um, I've been tinkering with that whole acapella app deal where you, you know, you have a popular song and you take the, and it just take the instrumental out and it's just, you know, the singer's voice. And I put it to Hail Mary by Tupac, a.k.a. Machiavelli. Um, literally within a day, I saw a bunch of likes. I saw a bunch of people following me and it just gradually grew week after week after week after week. Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate people just, I guess they see a video and they just click the like or the follow button. I don't know. <laughs> if you go to my deal, you see I only follow like 60, 70 people. Um, but long story short, it just blew my mind how after over a month, I jumped from, let's say like 90 followers not even, I was less than a hundred. I'm going to say maybe 80 to 70 to 80 followers to a hundred, 200, 500, 800. And then TikTok has a thing. If you have a thousand followers and up, you can do these lives. I've been doing YouTube live. I've been doing, uh, I don't think uh, Twitter has a Periscope, but I, I don't think I did that one. But YouTube lives, old videos. Y'all check out my YouTube at Shut Up Popcorn, go to the link tree, all the links are there, link in the bio here on TikTok, and um, yeah, it just started growing and growing and growing, I'm just like, all right, cool, and thinking, because I'm, at the time, I'm in between 
we were moving and we hadn't moved into our, our apartment yet still. And so I was like, man, when, when can I, when can I utilize this new feature? And I guess today is the day because one, I need to drop an episode because I didn't have one in the can. And, uh, I like to drop these off. I like to drop these on uh, Friday at midnight if possible, you know, well, it has to be a Friday for me. Um, so perfect timing, got my studio set up, got my computer, all my, uh, my Rockcaster, my mic and stuff, and actually just did a uh, K100 live uh, AEW review roundtable. And if you don't know who K100 is, it is the uh, podcast, wrestling podcast, where they talk about a bunch of stuff. But it's uh, Conan and Disco Inferno from WCW and other other uh, wrestling organizations. And huge fan of theirs. Love what they do on that podcast. And I joined their Patreon, and one of the perks is you can do a live roundtable or a live mailbag where they'll bring you on to like a uh, Zoom chat or whatever, and you get to interact with them. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I've been bugging Disco about doing an episode, and uh, say, yeah, I'll pay you, and he's like, no, I'll do it for free. <laughs> and so hopefully in the near future, uh, we'll get to chop it up, talk about some of his favorite movies, and maybe even review one. So... Um, as of right now, nobody is watching on TikTok. I had a bunch of you uh, do a flip. Right meow. That's <laughs> uh, my buddy. I was like, who told me to do a flip? All right, so that's going to be it for this episode. Pretty short, but of course, when I put some bells and whistles to each episode, you can uh, basically... I don't, like, I don't like running these too long because a lot of people just dip out, but... Uh, 25 30 minutes so it's pretty good so i'm gonna sign off of here on tiktok and then i'm gonna cut off the roadcaster and fucking get this show on the road shout out to my boy jeep (laughs) i don't know what you're doing or who you're showing this to but i know you're talking some trash it's all good and uh, the other person because i'm looking right here says two people Damn, this is worse than doing Instagram live. I'm going to be real. No, I'm playing. <laughs> well, that's going to be it. So I'm going to, I don't know who I went to sign off of. Like, fuck, I'm looking all over the damn place. So, uh, okay, podcast, y'all, podcast audience, y'all can wait for the outro. Because I'm going to do the outro in my demon voice after a word from this sponsor. <laughs> Texas summers are back, boys. That means hot summer nights, waking up with sweaty balls. I don't know about you, but I hate waking up in the middle of the night sweating like a horror in church. Hi, it's me again, Brian Nolan, a star pitcher for the 1982 All-Star Texas Ranger team. And I'm here to tell you to call the Bingo Boys. That's right, B-I-N-G-E-O dot com to get you on the fast track of a cooler night. Ladies and gentlemen, tell them Brian sent you and get a 50% discount on a keychain. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you so much for checking it out. Again, I want to give a shout out to anybody who found me on TikTok live. Uh, Give a shout out to my boy Jeep. He was on there. And then, uh, yeah, I remember did a kind of a 
weird outro on that thing, but I'll do a quick follow-up on what's going on right now. Right now, I'm trying to make it to 100, or episode 100, on a certain date. I've been counting down on the calendar when to drop, when not to drop, if I'm going to do a full month, like in October, like I did last year. And of course, I'm going to do it in March to uh, celebrate the anniversary of this podcast. So it's still a few, like, kind of short. So I might just get into maybe three episodes a month. Um, I'm in a situation now where I have, a, I guess you call it a studio. It's an extra bedroom. There's a lot of echo into it right now. I don't know if you can hear it, but I might just get some, uh, I might just pull a uh, uh, hustle and flow and get a bunch of those uh, cu- uh soda fountain drink coasters you know and just put them along the line or just get a bunch of uh blankets and just tape them against the wall to prevent some of this echo but nonetheless uh i want to push y'all i'm not say push i'm direct y'all to uh the teespring store now i had to increase the prices just to get y'all to utilize the promo codes i've realized that the promo codes weren't working because there was no profit margin uh there was no uh basically there was no profit for me on my end so i went with whenever you do a put a design or whenever you put out a product that has a baseline price so i stuck to that so the shirts are going to be like 24 25 bucks um but if you use the promo code Flash, you get 15% off of that. And I want to say, I think mask, yes, mask is still good for free shipping. So promo codes flash and mask. Flash gets you 15% off your order. That's good until the end of the year. I think I have it here as uh, December 9th. And then uh mask is 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 good, I guess, for the end of the year. And I can just uh redo it but uh, that gets you free shipping so hopefully you can utilize these promo codes at the teespring store put up some designs i got oh my goodness what do i have there's shirts stickers hat there's a hat bucket hat uh an apple pods cat uh, airpods case and masks and gaiters so a face mask and a neck gaiter and uh that's gonna be it that's all i can think of off the top of my head uh again i want to thank y'all for listening i want to thank y'all for checking out the podcast if you found me on the tiktok live and it sparked your interest go to shutuppopcorn.com you get to see what everything's about got the youtube channel links there um at shutuppopcorn on twitter at shutuppopcorn guess on instagram uh can't remember what that name is but yeah all the links are there go follow me get hit me up and uh, always remember if you ain't laughing you ain't living nanu nanu spoony love from up above peace